in a world where Mondays are taken over by a machine. Welcome to Machine Mondays. Machiniacs and Shmodan fans, and welcome to another episode of Machine Mondays. I'm Janine the Machine, and first off, not as usual, I have something to say. Uh, so as you've probably seen, Shannon Barney of Corruption decided to make a cute little song on her ukulele, talking crap about all kinds of Shmodan competitors, me included. I mean, what she said about me wasn't wrong, but I, I haven't uttered the words white bread in months. Like, I'm not coming for you, lady, so why am I in your song? Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I have something I want to say about that. Sure, I may lose, but I'm no quitter. Are you a manager or a babysitter? Between Mikey crying and running and hiding what comes first chance hitting puberty or getting a new onesie let me break kayfabe quickly like mikey the tweener i really loved your song but neener neener Okay, well, now that I've gotten that out of my system, let's get into the thank yous. Uh, thank you so much, David B., for creating that awesome track for me, the official machine theme. Thank you so much, David B., and if you want to check him out, you can find him at David B. Music 21 on Twitter. Also got to say a huge thank you to Kevin the Smasher Smets, our reigning inner geekdom champion, for that awesome voice intro. I love it so much. Thank you so much, Kevin. And if you want to check him out or his awesome Star Wars KOTOR trilogy movie, you can find all of that on his Twitter at Kev Smets. Let's get into today's episode. So I have a voice message from good friend and patron and uh amazing person in the community, Steve, aka Movie Fanobi, talking about last week's match and a little message for Brienne Chandler herself, Miss Movies. Uh, also, we'll be talking the most recent teams match between The Wicked and uh, Rogue Two, and also talk a little bit about the fun, silly, choose your character, Schmodown uh, inspired TikTok that I made recently. Um, and what each look kind of meant to me. So uh, let's get into it. So yeah, Steve, he had a call talking about last week's match, um, his thoughts, and a little message for a friend of the show, uh, Miss Movies herself, Brianne Chandler. Hi, Janine. Thank you for bringing us Machine Mondays. I thought Claudia played pretty well, as good as she could have. I felt bad because she has that stigma attached to her with all the trading. But um, Warfather was better. I think he really belongs with RMB. That was pretty funny. Anyway, so for Brienne, special message for you. I'm looking forward to seeing you compete in the rom-coms. I'm also torn between you, Janine, Video 
Drew. But I know it's casual. I know you guys will have some fun. And I heard there may be some cosplay videos, maybe. Looking forward to that, Brienne. Thank you for always accommodating my guitar requests. I'm very proud of you. Take care. Bye, guys. Thank you so much, Steve, for that voice message. You know, you guys can leave voice messages for any of the shows on the It's a Wonderful podcast feed, including Machine Mondays. There's always a link in the description of every video. Uh, But yes, thank you, Steve, for that call. Uh, Definitely uh, mirrored some of my opinions about that match. Uh, Warfather, he did play great. Claudia also pretty solid. You know, I'm always for women in the league. Um, She had a great round two. The only thing I kind of talked about with her was... Um, just her kind of rushing in round three to uh, use the repeats. She didn't really give herself that time to maybe let the answer pop in there. Um, but other than that, yeah, she had a pretty solid rookie showing um, and it was a really fun match. Uh, and yes, Steve, there may be some fun little entrance type things happening for the rom-coms match as best as that can be done in the current state of things. Um, and yes, I'm totally proud of Brienne too. She's been learning guitar and she's been uh, getting so good. Uh, so I am proud of her commitment and her getting better every day. So yes, very proud of you, Brienne. And thank you so much, Steve, for that call. But let's get into the most recent match between um, the Wicked, uh, Jim Vavita and uh, Jared Haben of the Rockstars and uh, Rogue Two, Adam Halavik and Liz Shannon Miller of uh, Swag. Don't hold your breath. I will not be doing the thing. Uh, so yeah, uh, definitely an interesting matchup. No rookies here, but new rookie teams put together. Um, I kind of was leaning towards Rogue 2 going into this match, uh, just because, you know, while Halavik and Haben are both more known for inner geekdom, I've seen more of Halavik's kind of general knowledge um, aside from inner geekdom. I saw him compete in a uh, movie release dates uh, match, the one where it was, you know, the slice was up for grabs, um, uh, an exhibition match. And he actually played really well. And then he's also done teams with Hector Navarro. So I feel like maybe he has a, uh, he, I've seen his general base more than I've seen Jared's. Um, and even with inner geekdom, which was his kind of thing, uh, the last match he was in inner geekdom, he did seem to struggle a little bit. So, um, and same, you know, with Vavita, he it was known to be a really great player, but he was kind of from an older era of Schmodown and it had been a while. So I wasn't sure, um, what he was going to come in with. Um, but was still excited to kind of see him play again. Uh, and Liz Shannon Miller, she, you know, came out the gate doing really well. Um, so definitely kind of was leaning more towards Rogue 2, but I was interested to see, uh, what the Wicked could do together. Um, so yeah, pretty evenly balanced round one, uh, no perfect first rounds. And, uh, the Rogue 2 definitely pulling out the lead there. I believe it was 14 to 10 going into round two. Uh, so, uh, Rogue 2 has, uh, the Wicked spin first. They get biopics. Um, and they decide to stick with it. They actually do really well. They get the first question, the second question, the third. They go to multiple choice on the fourth. They get it. They go to multiple choice on the fifth. They get it. And then they get the sixth question. 
Um, so now it's 20 to 14, bouncing back to Rogue Two. Uh, they get DC and they decide to stick with it. And, you know, it's not like DCEU or MCU. These can be kind of those fringe like DC movies that maybe you don't really think about very often or you haven't seen in years or from that 90s era of like so many movies that kind of maybe blur together a little bit. So it couldn't be tricky, but I think maybe uh, Adam was, you know, banking on his inner geekdom knowledge to really come in handy in that round. So yes, they stuck with DC and they actually did pretty good. They get their, their first question, their second, their third, their fourth. They go to multiple on the fifth and, um, they miss, uh, and the wicked does get that one point steal. And then they get the sixth question, but they are still in the lead three point lead going into round three. So it's 24 to 21 rogue two, um, leading. So the Wicked has to answer their two and their three. Uh, Jared takes the two. He gets it. Um, David uh, misses the three and then they miss the five, giving Rogue two the win. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, most of the matches this season have had kind of a discrepancy or a rules thing or an attitude thing that has come up or some kind of challenge drama. But this was a pretty tame match in comparison. Still fun to watch. I was really excited to see Vavita's return. Um, and yeah, two pretty solid teams. Uh, Jared actually, you know, did better than I was kind of expecting to see him do. So I see them, you know, if they, you know, work at it, they could definitely, uh, become a really good team. They seem like to, they were both of these teams new being new teams. They seem like they worked well together. And I have to mention Winston. He's been an amazing manager. I know the last match I watched him manage, he actually like called something and stepped up and, uh, you know, was paying attention to things. So I really love that about him. Uh, and his whole thing with the proposal to Roxy was hilarious. The schmaltzy music, the getting down on one knee. Um, it was hilarious. So I love his involvement. I love his creativity. And I love that he really seems invested in his players and really paying attention and taking this manager thing really seriously. So I'm really loving Winston as a manager. So that's the match. Um, and yeah, I thought I would talk a little bit about my, uh, fun little choose your character TikTok video. You know, I, in this stage of, you know, kind of boredom and nothing to do, I've become one of those over thirties obsessed with TikTok. Um, I'll find myself kind of just scrolling through funny videos. And if there's a sound clip I think is funny or I can do something around, um, I'll save it and think of something to do. So when I came across this choose your character one, I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect for something Schmodown related. You know, I feel like that era of character entrances and things like that have kind of fallen off because, you know, since this last awards and the whole dispute about, you know, what is a better kind of entrance and character entrances and the fact that we can't use licensed music anymore and all of that kind of has come into play. I feel like that has kind of maybe killed the elaborate kind of character entrance a little bit. Um, but that's what maybe, you know, made me kind of fall in love with the Schmodown. You know, I came for Dan Merle in the trivia and then I stayed for, you know, Miss Movies doing these fun entrances and Stacey Howard doing these fun entrances and creativity and Bibiani, you know, thinking outside the box and all of that stuff. And I fell in love with the whole kind of idea and fun of these entrances. So I always kind of would try to think of some fun, creative character entrance that I could do, um, to emulate these amazing people, um, that I had watched for so long. So yeah, I mean, I miss the kind of whole character entrance aspect. Um, so I definitely 
had fun kind of revisiting some of these characters and they were all characters that uh, kind of meant something or I had a great moment or a great memory. And yeah, I mean, I don't have those wins in these character um, outfits as Chance ever so sweetly decided to remind me on that post of that video. Um, But that can't take away like those memories that I have of, you know, coming out in those uh, looks. So of course, the first one was the Brooklyn Boxer. My first ever live event. I never ever thought I would be doing something like that, you know, playing live in front of a huge audience. And just the day leading up to it was really great. It was just a kind of calming day with friends um, and just kind of put me at ease going into that. You know, I got a custom boxing shorts, custom boxing robe, real actual gloves um, and boxing shoes, all kind of in a silver metallic because, you know, machine. Um, So I was really excited about the look I had put together together and just um the space was amazing and beautiful and just kind of coming out to that crazy reception was just very humbling and exciting and just like adrenaline pumping so that was great and I mean I think that was probably maybe the best I've ever played no I didn't win the match but I took my opponent to the final question um so I mean to do that live like I thought I was gonna just be terrible just because I was so nervous but to play as confidently as I did um in front of a live audience I was really proud of myself and I played an amazing game so um no one can take that away from me and just that reception from the crowd and that that um, was kind of the impetus to turn me face. So yes, the Brooklyn Boxer is definitely a special uh, entrance for me, for sure. It's my favorite Schmodown moment, um, for sure. And then we get into Misty Knight. I think this is probably my most popular entrance. I wore that when I played against uh, Ben Bateman. I have been watching a lot of Luke Cage and I was loving the actress Simone Missick's portrayal of Misty Knight. Just a strong, badass, black female cop character. And I was getting to kind of the last season of Luke Cage where she finally got the bionic arm and was kind of looking at pictures of her kind of comic book looks and, you know, the, the big curly afro, the hoop earrings, the whole kind of 70s style. Um... Uh, the bionic arm, of course, uh, the red shirt or the red kind of jumpsuit outfit. Like, uh, so I had a lot of fun kind of putting all that together and I got a lot of love from that work. My, uh, award nominated <laughs> look. Um, so yeah, it was really fun kind of revisiting that, um, putting that all kind of back together because I know people really love that look. And I kind of love that that's my favorite, that, you know, I was representing a badass black female character and that's the entrance that people kind of love the most. So I kind of really love that. Um, then of course it's Harley Quinn. Um, I wore that in the triple threat match at Collision, uh, against, uh, my faction mate at the time, Stacey Howard and Mark and Draco. It was just kind of a funny moment of me with my big mallet and I was trying to smash the, uh, five club soap and I broke my hammer and it was pretty hilarious and ridiculous and just kind of had to work around it. Um, but it was such a fun match and, you know, um, was down to me and Draco and he obviously won, but, um, great match nonetheless. Um, and love that it was kind of my first little kind of story that I was getting and, uh, yeah, just still from that fun era of crazy entrances. So I loved that I got to do my version of Harley with my big crazy hammer, um, in a match like collision. 
Then, of course, I go into Nick Fury. Uh, that was my free-for-all outfit. Um, I do a little bit of dancing in the end in the video because... I actually did some dancing as Nick Fury because, you know, that whole Captain Marvel thing of him, you know, trying to talk to her about the Marvelettes and the song The Postman. So I did the little kind of shoe wop dance to the Postman song. And Free For All was kind of a big moment for me. I mean, I was at the table with some heavy hitters. Like I was with Bibiani, JTE, and uh, Dan Merle. Um, and Brett Sheraton, of course. <laughs> Sheraton, Sheridan. <laughs> um... So yeah, and there's a great picture of me, you know, them all kind of looking to me because I was the only one who got a certain question correct and they all got it wrong. Um, I think it was like what Nicole Kidman movie did Nora Ephron direct and I was the only one to get it right. So yeah, that was kind of a nice moment and I held my own pretty well at the table with these amazing players. And I feel like I kind of gained some respect from my um, fellow competitors that day. I mean, uh, I remember getting uh, tagged in a post by Dan saying, like, how come nobody is talking about Janine? She's, like, really good. Like, she was impressive at Free For All. And for for Dan Merle to say that about me is freaking crazy. Um, So super humbled. And um, I feel like I just kind of gained a lot of respect that day. So Nick Fury is definitely a special moment for me, for sure. And um, yeah, I did some really ridiculous, embarrassing dancing in front of a live, huge audience of people, um, which is not something I ever thought I would do. So yes. Um, and then I go into Scott Pilgrim. He's just one of my favorite characters, like in movies, like I love that movie so much. Um, that was for the uh, Patreon match at the end of last year, the Who's in the Studio match. And yeah, that was such a fun match. It was me versus Brienne versus Draco versus Mike. So it was kind of like this double redemption against Mike and Draco, who had both previously beaten me in the past. And then just getting to share a table with Brienne, who was kind of my idol going into the Schmo round. I was a huge fan of hers and six, just six degrees. So to actually share the table with her was just so fun. And that match was just hilarious, like nonstop laughing and silliness. And just that whole family aspect was so strongly felt at that table. Uh, so definitely loved that match and being dressed as Scott Pilgrim. Just a really fun match. So yes, had to throw Scott Pilgrim in there. And then at the end, I threw in a Shaun of the Dead. Um, no, I never played a match as Shaun of the Dead, but um, A, it was just kind of to call attention to the fact that we're all kind of in our um, metaphorical Winchesters having a pint and waiting for this whole thing to blow over with this quarantine. <laughs> um, and it actually has some kind of sentimental uh, value for me dressing as Shaun of the Dead because that is the costume I was wearing um, at the LA Comic Con uh, Schmodown panel when I got to meet a lot of these people for the first time and I was still a fan. Um, it was such a great day going to that panel. It was just hilarious and sitting in the front row and like heckling Mike and getting to meet Brienne and Jay and Emma and Roca and Andrew Guy for the first time. It was the day I met uh, the hot man, aka the hitman, Brandon Hanna. So very important day. Um, and uh, yeah, like up to that point, I had just been kind of creating fan art. And I was kind of known a little bit for that in the community. Um, 
but I don't think they really knew who I was. I mean, only people maybe like Jay and Brianne and Guy knew who I was because I have had interacted with their content outside of Schmodown. Um, so they knew me right away. But people like Roka and Christian, like they didn't know who I was. So after the fact, I had posted these pictures that I took with them and I was like, oh, you know, I can't believe I went from like doing designs of these people because I had done a design of top 10 um, to, you know, actually meeting them. And then I get scolding from Roka and Christian like that was you. Like, how come you didn't say anything? And I was just like, oh, I was just so nervous. I didn't know what to say. So like, I was just a shy, like dorky fan. And I didn't say that I was that person who did that design that you liked. I think I've told the story probably a million times on various Schmodown after shows and even this show. So yeah, so I was dressed as Shaun of the Dead when I met a lot of the Schmodown people. And um, yeah, so very important, sentimental kind of start of kind of everything for me in the Schmodown was me being dressed as Shaun of the Dead. So I had to throw that in there as the last look in my uh, choose your Shmodown character TikTok. Uh, so yeah, it was really fun kind of revisiting those characters and putting all those looks back together. And yeah, it's just kind of fun to do things like that right now. And think back on the great memories I've had in the Shmodown for sure. That's it, guys. <laughs> That's the episode. Um, and quickly, I just have to say... I'm sending so much love to uh, Craig Gaynor, a.k.a. The Barbarian. He recently lost his lovely wife, Sonia, to cancer. Um, I remember first meeting her after the awards and we discovered we were from the same town, Fresno, and we actually went to the same high school. Um, I remember the day before her passing, I was kind of like, oh, maybe I should look her. So I looked her up and I found her in my yearbook. Yeah, like we had a great conversation. She was so sweet and kind and funny and intelligent. So uh, just a huge uh, loss uh, to um, our community. And um, yeah, so Schmodown family, I'm very sorry, Craig, and sending so much love to you and your family. And there will be a link in the description to donate to help him with the finances going uh, forward with everything he needs to do. So um, yeah, sending you so much love, Craig, and I'm so very sorry for your loss. But that's it, guys. Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me at Janine Debean on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can check out the other shows we have on this feed. We also have um, Morgan Hasn't Seen every Wednesday with me and Morgan Robinson. Morgan hasn't seen a lot of things. So I pick a related series of films or a franchise of films. Um, and we watch and we discuss um, our amazing patrons uh, voted on movies about music for May's uh, series. So we will be talking about Almost Famous uh, this Wednesday. Uh, picked by our patron, Billy Pollahan. Thank you, Billy, for that. So we'll be watching and discussing Almost Famous. Uh, and then Friday, we are uh, have our other show, our main show, It's a Wonderful Podcast, uh, where we give love to those old classic movies. And sometimes we bring in more modern movies when we do our Deja Vu segment, kind of comparing the old classic film to its new modern remake. Uh, so check us out there every Friday. 
This week, we'll be talking an affair to remember chosen by our other patron, Carla Thies. So thank you so much, Carla, for uh, picking that movie. I've never seen it. And as a romance rom-coms girl, which is not really a rom-com, but romance, I have never seen this. So hashtag Janine hasn't seen. So super excited to watch and discuss that on Friday on It's a Wonderful Podcast. So yes, three times a week, you can get a these shows Monday here with me machine Mondays uh, Wednesday Morgan hasn't seen with me and Morgan every Wednesday and uh, it's a wonderful podcast every Friday uh, so yeah we also have a it's a wonderful podcast patreons you can go there to support us uh, support my artwork support our podcast me and Morgan and his great media stuff uh, so yeah you can go there and find which tier is right for you <laughs> Um, we have all kinds of fun stuff. Like, as I mentioned, you know, patrons can pick topics for our shows. Uh, we do fun little videos, uh, you get artwork, um, and we do these really fun live streams every Sunday where we just sit and chat and hang out and, uh, you know, inside jokes are made, hashtags are, you know, come about and we just have fun, silly conversation driven by the patrons. So, uh, yeah, come check out our Patreon. Uh, it's definitely a fun time. Uh, if you want to get any merch for any of the shows that I just mentioned, or you want to check out my artwork, you can find it all uh, at my tea public shop at uh, G9Design. And I just want to mention thank you to all our amazing patrons, uh, our April Patreon um, donations that we got from you guys. We will be giving all of that to Craig Gaynor to help support him in his time of need right now. So thank you guys for um, giving us this opportunity to pay it forward. So yeah, guys, that's it. Until next time. XO, XO, machine 